0: To
1: mocktails, cocktails, and... and
0: murder. Hi, friends. Hello. Another week. Another drink. Another case. We're excited to join you. Yeah you've seen the tiktok of the yummy drink that terika made and picked out i haven't tasted it yet i don't even know what's in it
1: so mm-hmm. it's on it today drinks made and everything before I know. you I walked d- you in the you didn't even door. give me anything to go by well i originally did but then i took it off
0: well that's weird
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh.
0: It's a little tart. Um, this one's not spiked, right? Okay. It tastes a little spiky. Should it be. <laughs> it's there. I know what it is, but I can't. <laughs> You're going to tell me and I'm going to go. I know.
1: Okay, tell me. Do you have any guesses? of any of the flavors there's
0: citrus mm-hmm. all right yep. lime lemon. Lemon. lemon lemon
1: strawberry nope, nope. guava no <laughs> I don't know guava would have been good all right so the original recipe I had a, I had to tweak it because I was not gonna go to the store for like the fourth time this week. So, the original recipe is cranberry juice, oh, yeah. orange juice, lemon juice, ginger ale. So, you're probably tasting the ginger ale. Oh. I did not have orange juice because I don't drink it, and David's isn't currently drinking it, I guess. I don't know. So. not keto friendly. Pretty much. Um, so, I had a peach nectar ice Ooh. drink. Oh, okay. So, I just substituted with that. That's super orangey. Okay, that but makes, uh, I figured it played yes. close enough really to it that it kind of tied into it. So I kind of winged it because I literally have gotten, and when I say store, I mean pick up orders at Target, and I spend more money than I should. If she doesn't get open, oh, then I would spend even more. Well, that and there's people, and there's people. It's a, it's lots of people-y in there. I don't like humans, so. He's <laughs> not a person. <laughs> questionable in all four minutes <laughs> so that um and i found that drink on the Spruce eats blog i'll tag I think, it i don't think it has any let me see oh cardinal punch mocktail nice it's supposed to look like that but it does not because nice. i didn't layer it i shook it shook it shaken not stirred yeah, I'm not that fancy yep. All right. She's not
0: fancy. So I'm Tarika. I'm Tashina. And it's Tarika's case this week. I, I love hearing good. her voice, right? Oh so much. She's a god favorite.
1: <laughs> 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 you either She's love me that or has hate it me.
0: Together the most. One of the two. <laughs> Just BS it better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. All right. So, I'm going to do, like, a little PSA in the beginning. Oh, boy. So, here's my... Uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of spiel in this case. So, this one is a hard one because it does involve little humans. No! We don't do that. I know, but I feel like it's really important to uh, talk about you. Okay. So... I won't, I don't go into, like, the details of everything. It's kind of just, like, a gist of it. But I did want to give a, a disclaimer. Um, the other thing is this case is very, very infuriating. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I feel like most little
0: people cases are, so.
1: Yes. Um, and in this case, un- unfortunately, fortunately, however we want to, Describe it. The killer does have a lot of support, and not in the sense of killing, but in sense of the way the justice system handled everything. Why? So, I just want to get. I know. I know. I just Case want. Case is done. <laughs> good night. Have a good night, guys. Bye. <laughs> take a shot. Yeah. Um. So you should probably still take a shot. But what did you put in the drink? We didn't talk about that. Oh, whiskey. Sorry. I, I
0: know.
1: Don't get mad at me. Um, I, and I also thought you could put like vodka, whipped vodka. Yeah. You could put like something sweeter sweet in, in it. It's not
0: super sweet. Yeah. So if you wanted it sweeter, you definitely.
1: Could. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to give a reminder that the only person responsible for the actions in these cases is the killer, not the victim, not the family, not the friends, as much as we get irritated by it, we just need to remember that we're on the outside looking in. And we it's different when you're in it right. and involved and it's somebody that you love and care about. Because even though they're killers, they have people that love and care for them. And I'm not defending killers. They're still douchebags. So, But <laughs> I think in this case, and you'll see why, I had to remind myself very, very often of this. Um, it also involves domestic violence. So trigger warning. Trigger warning for that. Okay. And also be understanding. Because unless you've been involved in it, you don't know how you would how much you would put up with how long of a victim you would be. Yes. So so with that said <laughs> there's, there's my little, little there's my little spiel. All right. So in Michigan, on July 14, 1991, the 911 operators received a phone call that simply gave an address and the person on the line said, I killed my wife, oh no. then hung up. The police arrived to the address provided where they were met by Gregory Green, who was sitting on the porch with the front door open and simply stated, I stabbed her, she's in the kitchen. The officers did arrest him on the spot as they were unsure of exactly what was happening, which I'm like, I I get that. (laughs) You walk up and someone just casually says, I stabbed her, I think. Yeah, yeah. So they proceeded into the home and to the kitchen. They found Latoya. I hope I pronounced that. She did go by Tanya. Okay. um, Green, who was stabbed to death with wounds on her left cheek, neck, chest, and back. She was also six months pregnant. No. Yes. They did try to save her, but unfortunately her and the baby both did not survive. Oh, my goodness. Gregory was then informed the officer that the weapon that was used was actually in the fridge. Which I couldn't really find out, like, why. (laughs) Like, there was no explanation. It was legit just like not even like in a bag or anything, just like in the fridge. Maybe grab a soda and
0: like I don't, know. I don't know.
1: Like that's very strange. It's weird. Yeah. Like that was and I was like like in parentheses, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like
0: yeah.
1: why? Okay. So um, let's kinda give a little background. So Gregory was born in nineteen sixty six but there was actually not much known about like his life or details or anything, which I don't really care about because that's not what I try to focus on. So I also didn't, like, dig too deeply because I don't think anything justifies it. So, (laughs) So Tanya married Gregory in July 1989. She had two other daughters. Both were from previous relationships. Marilyn, which is Tanya's close friend, talked about how Tanya was a fun, loving person. And when they spent time together, they laughed, talked, and ate. Which reminded me of like us, like our sisters. Like we always have food, always, (laughs) always. It's It's like like the second question after
0: (laughs) where and when. What What are we eating?
1: (laughs) Like who's bringing what? And if like there's no communication, I swear we all bring food. Just regardless, anyway. I'm sure we have a fruit snack in our (laughs) purse or something. So, um, this was also the friend that Tanya confided in. She had said to her. That she wanted to leave Gregory as he had become violent, controlling, and extremely jealous. Marilyn had stated, Tanya called me and said Gregory started acting different and she didn't know if he was on drugs or something, but he just switched and changed. Before her death, she told me she was going to the church and then going home to pack her clothes. That was the last time I heard from her. Oh, I hate that. When they're like so close. So close. I hate that so much because
0: it happens. I mean... Like one of the most dangerous times for women when they it decide is. to leave, but uh, I just hate how much it ends up that way.
1: It that really they, is, they and are. that's I have it laid around, but I also talk about like the average time a person will leave before they're gone is seven times. It's the average. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, and most of the time, each time they go back, it gets worse, right? It's and so. Dangerous. I think this is why we need to take into consideration that most of the time, when somebody does actually leave and they survive leaving, or they like go in the middle of the night and everyone like it's like why would you do that? Like there are reasons why. Right. And even if you don't see it, it doesn't mean that like it's not happening. Yeah. And I think nobody that's knows
0: what part. goes on behind
1: closed doors. That's there's a reason yes. why there's a thing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So. Tanya had gone to the church and returned home to pack her things and planned to leave Gregory that night, but he was waiting for her. He was enraged, and she went to walk away, and this is when he stabbed her ten times with a kitchen knife. Oh my gosh. She, uh, killing Tanya and their unborn child. The two other children were home at the time of the killing, but they had hid in the closet wow. and was not physically harmed. Poor babies. Yes. That, I was like... As soon as, like, I was, like, reading it, I was, like, where were the kids? Yeah. Like, what happened to the kids? What was going on? And apparently, and I don't know if, like, they hid themselves or, like, the details of it. It just said that they were in the closet hiding. Oh. Um, so, unfortunately, I can only imagine what they heard. So, even right. though they weren't physically um, hurt, I would guarantee that they were. And they, they were smaller, but they were still, I it think they were around. It doesn't I think it was around, they were like four. Your body, your body keeps the <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> a little bs did. So, <laughs> um, Gregory gave no official reason as to why he killed Tanya, but assuming that it was a fact he was losing control over. Most domestic violence situations are like this. It is very important to understand that when leaving a violent situation, it has become deadly, and it can make it hard to leave. Like, with that risk, right. knowing that. Um, especially mean,
0: where she has two small children, one on the way. Yes. Like, that's, that's a of, huge factor for mm-hmm. for people trying to leave in situations is and how are we going to do it, you know?
1: It's extremely hard, like, even if you have family support, to, like, leave everything right. behind. And, like, especially if you've, like, no one really knows about it, I think that makes it harder right. because then it's, like why are you leaving Like <laughs> you know like it becomes even harder so it's also important to remember how the person that is controlling and I didn't want to say like male or female because it could literally be anybody Any in different. this situation yeah. it is typically males yeah. being the controlling right. one and females being the abuse but it can happen um, it they tend to know how to play it nice and loving and keep them from coming back with promises it's that domestic violence, like, cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes it really, really hard because it's, like, especially, because most of them aren't douchebags in the beginning. Right. Like, they're very <clears throat> loving. They're very kind. They're very, like, the perfect boyfriend. You know what I mean? And then it's, like, they switch. And so you have all of these loving memories and all of this love as blue. When,
0: it's, when you know it can be, how good it can be.
1: Yeah, and you're like, well, if he changed, he can change back. But in reality, he was just playing, or they were just playing, you know. Um, so just remember that it, it's an average of seven times before a person leaves and does not return back to the abuser. So Gregory, Gregory did plead no contest to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 15 to 20 years in prison. During his prison time, he was a model prisoner. Oh, that's
0: my favorite.
1: <laughs> I have a really hard time with it, because it's like, I try to understand, but I'm like, of course, nobody's, easy- like... I was going to
0: say, it's easy to be a model citizen when you, model prisoner when you have no triggers.
1: Yeah, when a woman's not telling you to go, like, die in a ditch or something, like, go do the dishes, and that right. triggers you, no, like... It's easy to do It's that. easy. It doesn't like, mean that they're...
0: But for society.
1: So, he did receive one ticket report, which is, like, a negative report. Um, as he got into a fight over the use of the t- television. But I couldn't figure out, like, what it was. Like, I'm assuming. He
0: wanted to watch something and somebody else changed it or something. Yeah,
1: or something like that. So, I just thought it was, I was like. What show? Out of everything. There's a show like that, that happens, I can't remember what it is.
0: Oh, it's um, it's got Chris Rock and Adam Sandler. Does he give bitch love? laughs? No. What is it? They're playing football. That's no, gonna drive me crazy. Anyway, that happens where the guy like only watches he. uh, He likes one of the View ladies, the old redhead, oh. and he's like, "Don't get in front of whatever her name is." Not till she's done talking. Anyway, it's really funny. Okay, sorry, tangent. Did you get my joke though? No. What did you say? Have right. you
1: not heard Will Smith smacking? Oh Chris yeah.
0: Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, Adam Sandler, his co star, did not smack him. Speaking of violence <laughs> Is um, it Chris Rock? It's Chris Rock. I'm pretty sure. Yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, she brains like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: Somebody's screaming at us. Um, so he. Re- I know
0: that's true. People <laughs> we'll get a comment on our like you It's not the replacements. I keep wanting to say that, but it's kind of Keon Reeves one. I have no idea. It's such a good I movie can't too. Even help it's you. like one of my favorite ones, and oh. I Google it. I know it's in jeopardy. We not have to. After the episode, okay, go. Okay, go.
1: So he was denied four times for parole. So. In case, I didn't like fully look up Michigan, but most like states have like even like you have a certain amount of years that you have to be in prison right. before you're eligible for parole, and then you have a and certain have to to number court. of paroles that you're eligible to go up for before it's like no, you're in here for your time or for life or whatever it Don't is. Don't ask
0: again, please. Cause Can you're not you just getting shut up out.
1: and go? Okay. So um. Yeah, and then you have to like apply for it and go to the board. It's a whole it's a whole process. But this is why like death row inmate, I almost said patients. patients. Inmates. 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 Like, it'll just like kill them. Right. Like it's usually like a good chunk of time because they have a certain number of parole eligibility. And that's
0: to hopefully make sure you don't kill the an innocent man. Yeah.
1: But sometimes. Anyways, Anyways. different topic for a different day. So he was denied four times for parole. The board stated um, he demonstrated little emotion or remorse and lack of empathy. His family and friends did begin to advocate for him and show support of his release. His mom had previously written a letter in 1992 stating, I don't believe Gregory is a threat to society. I don't believe a long sentence will make him any better because he has suffered already and he will continue to suffer the rest of his life.
0: He probably isn't a threat to society, but he is a threat to the next woman he dates, and she decides not to do exactly as he asks.
1: And my other thing is, like, it won't make him any better.
0: And he's suffering enough. I don't like when they, I, that makes me.
1: And it's so hard. In any it's case
0: like... where they're a murderer and they <laughs> their people say that. Like, no. No, he didn't get stabbed ten times while.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, he can his... still breathe and he-
0: Steak, two so. children are in the closet hidden because she had to know. As a mom, you know where your kids are. Yeah. She had to know where her kids were. That and they were at, at least her last in the house. Second, she, I'm sure, was worried about her unborn child and those two baby girls. Yeah. Like that, in and of itself. And not knowing is what he was going torture, to do. Torture, right? Is a torture. Only, you can only fathom as a mother. Like, so to say that he's suffering because he's in prison like I'm sorry I, that makes me crazy cause yeah. he didn't feel bad oh no you didn't, like, kill, he didn't so kill your I'm unborn child do you have the victim statement I'm just curious if he said anything I'm sure you'll get there okay.
1: Um, no I did not find much on Tanya's case unfortunately there's another case mother trucker man <laughs> you ruined I didn't ruin anything <laughs> I didn't ruin anything yes so, okay, so the parole board also received a letter from a pastored Fred Harris in August 2005 stating, Gregory and I were friends before his mishap and he was in Is... Take, Take a deep breath. <laughs> His mishap?
0: Yeah. That, Some of the that wording,
1: it, I'm like, I know you're trying to, like, be benefit, mm-hmm. like, help him, but, mm-hmm. like, can mm-hmm. we at least acknowledge it's not a mishap. that it wasn't an oopsie-daisy? It's like, we're going to annoy people, but um, that song that's like, he walks into my map ten times. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Chicago. Yeah. He had it coming.
1: Yeah, not like that. Not this. This is not that situation. I mean, like, I guess. Anyway, it's fine. That's not that fine situation either. But, like, like you yeah, had, like, attacked her I and can't, stabbed you, her. they Yeah. I was, like, writing it and typing it, and I was like, I don't like this wording. I don't like it. So, Gregory and I were friends before his mishap, and he, he was incarcerated. He was a member of our church. I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he has caused as much as possible, and is sorry. If he was to be released, he would be welcomed as part of our church, community, and whatever we could do to help him adjust, we would. Nothing? I have no words. I have no words. I don't. So this is why, remember that PSA in the beginning? This is why a big part, and you just take a deep breath, take a shot, I don't know, (laughs) so he had a parole sentence in 2004, and was denied twice that year, and again in 2006, and was denied twice as well that year, officials on parole board reported in December 2004, despite completion of recommended therapy, he has not gained adequate insight. In 2016, the board reported he gained some insight, but blamed his actions on past immaturity. Here comes another personal big eye roll. He found God during his prison time. That's great. I think that's great if you can find that. Did you find the devil too? Because that's
0: where you're going to go. Because you have (laughs) so much time on your hands.
1: Read a, like a self help book. But of, like, maybe we should work on therapy a little bit more. Like, it, maybe you should read like How Not to Be a Douchebag. I don't know if that's a book, but it should be. <laughs> like I know. Like, that's great, I, that is like my I, biggest pet peeve is they're like, I found God. I am cured. No, you're still a dick. Sorry. Right. Well, and you think? I mean, clearly the parole board is saying that yes, you're going to therapy.
0: But it's not quite there yet. Like there's got to be some things we got to check off, and you're not there.
1: So, let's let's focus on more. And I'm sorry. So if you believe in God, you should believe on the other side, the devil. I'm pretty sure you go and find the devil more than you're gonna find God. At the end of the day, there's my bias. Yeah, I, my big eye roll. That's because That's annoying. Is that like a checklist in prison? Like, don't grab the soap and find God. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be there <laughs> Just saying. All right. <laughs> There's my hot take. So, in 2008, on his fifth time going to the parole board, he was he was actually released, serving 16 years. He had done many programs in prison that went towards his release. He also would have been released in 2012, regardless of parole or not. I was going to say, that's <clears> pretty long for
0: uh, his sentence. Like, yes. He de- typically, those yes. sentences, you don't go almost to the end of the longest time. That you're time, living. yeah. So and I
1: think it was be- due to the fact that like he did not seem very remorseful right. and like there wasn't a lot of changes the first couple times. Um, and this, the reason why he would have been released in 2012 was he was maxing out his time and he also got reduced time for good behavior. So, um, he moved in with his mom and lived with her for the next two years and did his parole check-ins. There was no issues for that period of time. So then he was like officially done. done. check in. Or yeah. So on December 18, 2010, he married Faith Harris. Do you remember that last name? That is the pastor's daughter. What the hell? And this is not a country song. So. It should be. Probably, but it's not. So, it is unknown if they knew each other while Gregory was in prison or not. I'm assuming that they knew each other because the pastor had mentioned that he was part of the church. And she did know of his prison time but I could not figure out, like, exactly when everything aligned.
0: I'm curious if the pastor felt that it was a mishap once he married his daughter.
1: That was the other thing. After this point, I cannot find very much information about, like, all of it. They had two children together, um, and Faith also had two kids from her previous marriage. So a total of four kids in the household. This is where I wish we could end and say, have a good week. Enjoy your drink.
0: I'm really going to hate
1: this next part. Yes, you are. Um, He was not a changed man. And this Shocker. is not the end of the I story. mean, I, I am pulled over. Right? It wouldn't be on here, if he was. So, um, their marriage seemed to be a rocky one, though. Faith did start filing for divorce in October 2013 again in 2014 and finally in 2016 she attempted again the reason provided was a breakdown in the marriage relationship in the past the police have been to the home due to domestic violence and family trouble but I could not find like any additional information or details about like when it happened or anything like that so February 22nd, 2013, Faith applied for a restraining order against Gregory, which was actually denied on the grounds uh. of insufficient evidence. What? <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> I don't... Wa- Her notes in the application stated, We are filing for divorce. He is being belligerent, kicking things, kicking things threatening me, and saying if I don't leave, things are going to get ugly. He jumped at me like he was going to attack he did this for hours he also kicked the couch while one of the kids was asleep on it she was denied the restraining order as the judge stated not enough evidence
0: we have a pattern here the cops have been called and she has a pep so he has a criminal pattern Mm hmm cops have been called yes she also has she also has a pattern of filing For divorce
1: and and not and filing for divorce and not and filing for divorce
0: or
1: not. How, yeah.
0: How. And this
1: is the part that gets like really frustrating because, like I said, I try to always like understand like the legal side and that there's like. But there's no reason. But this is the hard part is and the frustrating part about domestic violence is like in this instance, yes, there was some evidence. Most of the time, there's not. Right. Like. And coming from experience, you hide it, you justify it, you sweep it under the rug, you close the doors, lock it. You know what I mean? Like, you like, and I think as a society, I think we talked about it on the Catherine Knight case too. So I'm probably repeating myself, but like, as society, it's like typically like you're supposed to be like the happy relationship, and you're supposed to be all of this. So like, if you're not, go in your room and deal with that. Like you don't deal with that I don't like to it. and I don't to talk about it. Yeah. yeah and like i get that to a point i don't think you should like have a scream fight or right. whatever or a disagreement or like do it in a more like settled situation but it also is a double edged sword because when it is violent you tend to cover it up right. you know um and so i think it's it's really hard with restraining orders but on the opposite side it is also still a piece of paper so even right. if she were to get right. a restraining order, it may not have done anything, you know. And so I think it, it is very, very hard in these cases. But we don't know
0: because they said no. Exactly. Like, that. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Because even if she had a restraining order and they came and took him, she could decide not to file charges. Yep. Same, same as when she called the police officers mm-hmm. and they didn't. But we don't know because... They decided they didn't give not to give her the option them. to do yeah that. like she was asking and
1: help. my thing is of like I feel like restraining orders are like a softer approach because like it doesn't do anything like it's not like it's a felony it's not like it's going to damage right. the reputation like I feel like we should always do them versus not doing them right. in any situation because it's it is just a piece of paper and if you're a good human being in your life like well, Given me I'm a restraining sorry, order, but you just you, don't go by them, right? Like,
0: but this in this case we have
1: yes, we have so much evidence that this is probably happening, like. And David did bring up a good point that they I don't know if they could use his past criminal record because they can't, everything was cleared, and I couldn't find that anything was confident. or wasn't expunged. Um, but I'm also I'm also not that like, soon. It's like you know, yeah, it's like. It's a good chunk of time, yeah, especially that like, like seven like, year. I know extreme, yeah, I yeah. So, I don't think it was expunged, but I couldn't figure out like if it was or wasn't, you know what I mean? He'd only been so, up on
0: parole for two years, so there's no way. Yeah.
1: Well, by that by time, by the same yeah, this yeah. So, at about five years, the first I think with the street, yeah, I 2013. I don't think a I don't know either, but I don't know if, like, even if it's not expunged, if they can use it because it wasn't involving her or not. That's the part. Yes. So that's the only thing that I was like, I don't know if that's partly why or what. But she was denied the restraining order. um, And because that was in 2013, she did go back. Um, August. Could you imagine? Like, I'm sure she
0: felt helpless. Well, what am I to do now? If, yeah. I, if, if I don't have that, that's a stepping stone. That stepping gives point me point some me. comfort. That at gives at me least. something. Yeah. If I don't have that, and he's already threatened, saying, if I leave, what's the point? Like, yeah. what's the point of leaving if I know that it's just going to get worse? Like, ugh, that makes me so sad.
1: So, in August 2016, she attempted to file for, for divorce again. He did the common abusive cycle, he apologized and promised to be better, and she went back. Only a month later, on September 21, 2016, the 911 operators received another horrible call from Gregory. He called at 1.15 a.m., and he stated a similar statement, I killed my wife. He hung up and waited in the driveway. Police came and began to search the home, and the scene was horrendous. This is the truth. They found the two lifeless bodies of Koi Green, who was five, and Kay- Kaylee Green, who was four, in their beds. It'd be found that they died by carbon mon- monoxide poisoning as Gregory had put them in the family car, taped a plastic tube on the exhaust, and weeded. Once they passed out, he moved them back to their beds. The police attempted to do CPR, but was unsuccessful. Faith was then found downstairs, tied up with duct tape and zip ties, and she was tied to a chair. He had slashed her face with a box cutter and shot her in the foot. He had also brutally sexually assaulted her. The two oldest kids were also downstairs, as Gregory had made them go down there. He then proceeded to shoot them. Different sources date one to multiple shots, killing them in front of Faith making her watch the death of her two older kids. Gregory was arrested on the spot. Faith was untied and it survived, and she was rushed to the hospital.
0: Did she survive survive?
1: She survived yeah, survived. No,
0: I saw, and not that I don't want her here.
1: I yes. just know as a mom, like, I wouldn't want to be here. Yes, yeah. I not want to be with my babies, sorry. But I will say, That this Faith is one bad bitch. (laughs) Um, I got part of her victim statement, and it is, like, so powerful. I was trying to find the whole thing, and I'm going to keep searching because the parts that I do have are just, like, I need to read it all. (laughs) I need it all. He pleaded guilty on February 15, 2017 to second-degree murder, torture, and assault with intent to do great bodily harm. He also originally had a firearm possession and a a felonous assault, but they were dropped at sentencing sentencing hearing as part of his guilty plea. He will be up for parole at age 97. He got 45 to 100 years plus 6 to 10 years for additional charges to be served consecutively. Unfortunately, uh, Chadney Allen and Kara Allen. They were the oldest ones, and they were, like, yeah, they were, like, older teens, so, like, 17 and 18, I believe, right around there. Um, so, unfortunately, Chad Mee Allen Sr., so the father of the two older kids, in one article stated he had only met Gregory once and actually didn't know about his past prison time. He stated he would not have allowed his kids around him if he had known I thought this comment was a little weird, um, so I tried to find out about, like, their custody agreement, like, why he had only met Gregory once, just because that's just how my brain works. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anything.
0: Maybe yeah, just because they were older kids, so.
1: Yeah, or maybe he only like had, like,
0: half custody. They could room. go to the, because, like, once I was old enough to drive, I took us out to dad's for the week. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So kind of went off. So, like, if mom had started dating, I don't know how much dad would have, like... Seen her in.
1: That's true. That is so maybe the, that it was point. something like that.
0: Like, it just didn't happen. Like, and her being, like, the good wife probably wouldn't have mentioned his past because she doesn't want people to judge him, Yeah, like, and
1: I did see um, in one of those sources that, like, the, one of Faith's friends had said she did know about his past. Um, but, like, she felt he was a changed man. And my, like, with that, I'm like, he probably, like, put on that show. And with, like, the, her dad advocating for him. I'm sure and I'm sure, was like. so
0: great that he was, like, an advocate. Now they're
1: Yeah. And, and like, I think also, like, not to, like, bash in any sense of the way, but I also think, like, when religious comes up in it then they're like oh he found God he's good he's great like and now he's showing this amazing side da 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 da, da that it kind of gets like grayed out that like your past is still your past no because like, often in
0: religion it's taught like once you repent your everybody should kind of forget that about that happened. it like um, and so I can see it being like we well, found God and he you know he did his did time. And he did his time, and so we should forgive him. And and yes, obviously, I think for the most part, like that's how we should treat people. But I just
1: no, it is. And I'm not like I'm not saying like I'm not trying to sound judgy. I just no, I'm, I'm very like yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So Gregory never gave a clear reason as to why he murdered the children and tortured Faith. Not that any reason would justify it. Um, I would assume it was because he was losing control of them, and he did attempt an insanity plea, but he was found mentally confident. I'm so glad.
0: I would have been really like even more upset
1: than I am right now. Like how yeah. I don't know.
0: I love that convenience. Like yes, there are people that that yes, work, like that that should be used for, but not. I feel like there's a high percentage of people.
1: No. So Faith was officially divorced from Gregory in December of 2016. Um, Faith's statement during the sentencing I will not suffer as you intended. What you did did not work. While I stand up here trembling with fear, I put on my bravest face to be in the same room with the man who murdered all four of my children, two of them violently in front of me with a gun. He killed my other two babies with a hose that ran from the tailpipe of his car to where they were innocently sleeping. Sometimes I dream of the night all this happened and wake up screaming, thinking that I could have saved my children somehow. Then I realize that this nightmare is actually reality and my children are really gone, and I try to find the strength to start my day somehow. I miss my children so much that words will never be able to explain. Some days I wish I had died, There's a hole in my heart and soul that will never be repaired. This wound will never heal. This wound will never heal. You are a con artist. You are a monster. You are a devil in disguise, and you are now forever exposed. No punishment will ever be enough for my children's deaths. Not even torture and death would be justice. Your justice will come when you burn in hell for all eternity for murdering, four innocent children, all because you are insecure. Technically five, because he he, did. he murdered that unborn baby, too. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like that <laughs> last sentence, I was <sighs> like, like, I know that, like, this is not any, like, this is not any situation that I want anybody to ever be in, The man, like... You are a boss, bitch. Like, yeah, like, I, <laughs> like, to have the strength to go up there and just like. And there's like a picture I'll show you that like she's just like standing there and she just looks so like, posed. And I'm just like, and not like I'm in sure a negative way. She out oh, I'm, she sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. But like, just like you could just feel the strength the coming was, off like, of her. Like, no, this is my statement, and I'm going to tell you to your face
0: and i hope it makes your sentence longer yeah
1: like, like i hope you like die in a ditch oh. like so judge hathaway's comments um were by far the worst case fathers are supposed to protect their children husbands are supposed to protect their wives this was stated before the sentence sentencing your actions are incon- inconceivable oh. Inconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. Hathaway said she had she had not followed the sentence agreement Green entered into. You would never be released from prison. Hathaway said she was reluctant to follow the sentence agreement, but stated it would be better for the family so they didn't have to relive the horror of the slayings if the trial were to be held. The sentencing plea was approved by Faith and Allen Sr. That's cool, but they let the parents decide. Yes. Like, but like the judge was like, I don't want. I want you this. fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want even no. a chance like, of you
0: getting out. But
1: I think she like like it said she wanted to respect the family. Um. So more than a thousand people filled, um, into a Detroit church to say a final farewell to Faith Harris's. It says Harris Green, but I feel like we should not have Green. Yeah, it's hard because their two youngest kids <laughs> right. have Green, so. Um, her four children, Chadlin Allen, who was 19, Kara Allen, who was 17, Coy Green, who was five, and four-year-old Kaylee Green. The service was held at the Detroit First Church and lasted two hours. Family members could be seen helping Faith, who was recovering from her injuries, to her seat before the service. Chadley Allen Sr. was also present to say goodbye to his two children. A letter Faith wrote to her children was read during the service, according to the Detroit News. I know you're loved, she wrote. My dear babies, I love you all. You are always unique in your own way. Faith described Chadney Allen Jr. as her little big man who loved to give tight hugs. <sighs> he had recently graduated from the Specs Howard School of Broadcasting with a certif- certification in digital media arts. Faith said Kara was a go-getter, an honor student, and a cheerleader. Princess Koi loved to dress up and be the center of attention, while her sister Kaylee enjoyed ballet and singing. So, if you are in a domestic violence relationship, please know you are not alone and start a safe plan to leave. Love is not hurtful. Hands, words, intentions, or danger of any kind, it is not love. All genders can be abused as well. So, if you're in immediate danger, please call 911. The domestic helpline is 1-800-799-7233. I'm sorry. <laughs> It is a very heavy one, um, but I just, when I started researching it, and there was so much to it, and I just feel like those little babies and like those moms needed their story to be told, and I think it is, I think it's like, I don't even know the right wording, it's a case that became. We can look at and see what needs to be fixed in our justice system, and know that like he never hit them, but the violence was still there, and unfortunately, the violence ended lives.
0: So. Are <laughs> <Three>, you though? <laughs>
1: I know, I'm sorry. We hope that you're (laughs) safe.
0: Um, If you're not, we hope you reach out and stay safe. I can't even say the rest, so
1: stay safe. Stay safe. Know you're not alone. And I hope you join us next week or the next episode. Um, Take a shot, take a breath. And thank you for listening. You can find us on all platforms, basically Mocktails, Cocktails, and Murder, um, and I hope you are safe.
0: Bye! Bye! Hey guys, Toshina here, your residential Mocktails, Cocktails, and Murder editor. And there were some real gems this week. So hope you enjoy these outtakes. Testing. Testing, do you like me this week? Suck a dick. <laughs> How's the volume this week?
1: <laughs> hey, my dog's like it's really weird and very strange <laughs> snore. I was like, hey, I don't wanna look over there. I know. It's like that's weird. And it's tequila. She's young. She shouldn't have been breathing like that. Anyway, sorry. He was incarcerated. carcarcer. I was on a roll. I almost in- had car- it. In-car-son-ate.
0: incarcerated
1: Ignat Carse in carcerated. Incarcerated. No yeah. Carcerated. Okay. Hey, good job. By <laughs> completion of a recommended recommend. You Are we okay? No, this is just my life i <laughs>